Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Friday. We have made it to Friday. So today is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Today is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Okay, today is Friday. Um... So today, Friday, October the 2nd. Can y'all believe it? We have made it to Friday. So Friday states, never, never take your granted for my intimate nearness. Never, never take for granted my intimate nearness. Marvel at the wonders of my continued presence with you. Even the most, even the most ardent human lover cannot always be with you, nor can another person know the intimacy of your heart your mind and spirit i know everything about you even the numbers of hairs on your head you do not need to work or reveal yourself to me you do not you do not need to work at revealing yourself to me many people spend a lifetime or a small fortune searching for someone who understands them yet i am freely available to all who call upon my name Open their hearts to receive me as a savior. This simple act of faith is the begin is is the beginning of a lifelong love story. I, the lover of your soul, understand you perfectly and love you eternally. So today it is saying never take for granted your intimate nearness. So never take that for granted. You know, like, God always with me. So never take that for granted. I mean, God is always with you, but never take that for granted. Um, it's also saying that God knows everything about you, even the hairs on your head, even the number of hairs on your head. And you said most people spend a lifetime or a fortune searching for someone who understands them. Meaning like people go out and trying to buy love or try to make themselves, you know, you know how these Instagram models and all the type of stuff people do get plastic surgery. So they can look a certain way so that they can find someone to love them, you know, or whatever the case may be. But God said, yet I am freely available to, who, to all who call upon my name. Open, who, well, call upon my name, who open their hearts to receive me as a savior. So he want us to open our hearts to receive him as a savior, meaning like he want us to be, he want us to be his first love. Like I told y'all yesterday. 
he wanted us to have a worship here. He wanted us to have, oh, he wants to have a intimate relationship with him. He want us to be. He just wants us to have an intimate relationship. He just don't, he don't want us to try to figure things out. He know everything about us, and you know, excuse me. Hey, you know he does, which he does really truly know everything about you. He know everything about you, your beginning to your end. He knows everything about you. So while you're out here trying to spend a fortune and trying to find somebody that's gonna love you for you, God said, "I'm freely unavailable. All you gotta do is call upon my name." That's all you want you to do is call upon his name. And call upon his name and open your heart to receive me as a savior. This is the simple act of faith in the beginning of a lifetime, lifelong love story. I, the love of your soul, understand you perfectly and love you eternally. I mean, like, he understands you. You don't have to go out and try to get plastic surgery so you can maybe find that that perfect person or you trying to be perfect for somebody god said you are perfect enough for him god said he loves you for who you are now you can have scars all over your face you can you i mean you don't have to be no beyonce that's what i'm trying to tell you you gotta be no beyonce no kim kardashian none of that god said he loves you for you and he will love you eternally i mean like yes you might have a husband he might like god love you forever but anything can have y'all get a divorce or whatever and then y'all just fall out of love you know them. But God said, I will love you eternally. God said, I will love you no matter what. You know, that that's so amazing. God said, I would love you. You know, say so he loves us eternally. Um, and also saying that even the most human lover cannot always be with you, nor can another person know the intimacy of your heart, mind, and spirit. So God knows your heart, your mind, and your spirit. Um, what he's trying to say is never take Never take granted my intimateness. Okay, let me tell y'all the story. And then I'm gonna read the verse. Um, I told you I deal with stuff. So, sometimes, excuse me. Sometimes I will be like, you know, like I need somebody to talk to, or this somebody just to get me to my halfway point. So sometimes I will be like, uh, with cops, certain people. Or whatever, and this lady always told me, Felicia's gonna come a day and a time, you gonna have to do it for yourself. You're not gonna get hold of me, you're not gonna get hold of this person. And what he's trying to tell us that even though he's always there for us, even though he's, he will never leave us nor forsake, he wants us to be like, don't never take that intimacy for granted, don't be so like guys out, you know, like boasting and all that. So, never take that for granted because. It can be here today and gone tomorrow. So that's what he's trying to say. Never take that for granted. Mm. And the verse is Luke chapter 7. Luke 12 chapter... Luke chapter 12 verse 7. Uh, and it say, But the very hair on your heads are all numbered. Do not fear. Therefore, you are more valuable than any than any than many sparrows but the hairs but the very hair on your head are all numbered do not fear therefore you are more valuable than many sparrows okay there we go go over to John 1 John chapter 1 John chapter 1 verse 12 and it said but yeah, but as many as receive him, 
receive him to them. He gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in him. Okay. Now I'm going to go over to Romans. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. 13. And it says, For whoever call upon my name shall be saved. So whoever call upon my name will be saved. So he's telling us, all we have to do is call upon his name. He's right there with us. Um, we have to get to the point where we know. Like yesterday, I'm tell you something. Yesterday, um, I had to pay. I had money. And I got money for my I got this much money I said I was going to use for my rent. And then when I had this other money in that combined. Okay. So yesterday, I had to, uh, I had to pay a light bill. Pay my light bill. I had to pay a light bill. I had to pay my light bill. And I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it on this day. But I was like, shoot. Like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to really do? Like, you know, then I was like, then I had to go to the store yesterday to, um, I had to go to the store for. I had to go to the store for different stuff. Like I had to get stuff to eat, stuff for, um, you know, paper towels, stuff like that. You need in the house, you know, keep your house up, whatever. The upkeep. So I mean, yeah. So I had to go to the store, and I was like, oh. I didn't want to spend no money. You know me. I don't like to spend nothing. And I was like, and my kids like, mom, what's wrong with you? Wish my kids can sense stuff like that. I can sense something with them. They can sense stuff with me. So I was like, nothing to my yes it is. So I didn't really say nothing. And then when we got home and I just like started cooking. You saw I was like, I cook because I know they had to do their homework. So I just went in there and started cooking. They was like, Mom, what's wrong? I was like, nothing. Nothing is wrong. So I was like, yes, it is. I was like, which it really wasn't nothing wrong, but it was something wrong. So I was like, it's nothing wrong. So um, I was like, so at that moment, I just broke down and started crying. They was like, I said, I don't want to ever get back to that situation where I um lose my apartment again and we have to go back to a hotel. You know, that's my thing. I always want to make sure that I pay my rent, you know. And, and then my son's like, do you know how long we stay in that hotel? I said, three and a half years. He said, it's okay, mama. It's like, you know, but I know everybody, like, they comfort space, they comfort, you know, they comfort zone. You know, everybody, you know, I want everybody comfortable. And he was like, mama, it's okay. You know, don't worry about this. You know, we're going to always make a way. And it was just like, it's always in the back of my mind. Like, that experience taught me so much that I just don't want to go back there. I mean, when you go through stuff, you always try not to go back. When he said, Mom, if you keep thinking about it, we're going to go back there. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. But I'm trying to tell y'all is that even though at that moment, I was like about to just break down and just like start crying. But I did cry. And I was like, I just I just want things to work. I want my podcast to keep doing good. I mean, do, do better. I want my t-shirt business. And he was like, Mom, it takes time. And I'm like, how much time does it take? You know, but, you know, that's what I said to myself. I didn't let him know that. But he said, Mama, this takes time. You just keep doing it. Just keep doing it every day. Just keep doing it. 
And I said, yeah, I do. And he was like, mom, you ain't, have, you ain't did no t-shirts, no nothing. I said, I know because, I said, I know, but this weekend I'm going to, you know, do church and stuff. But when I work Monday through Friday, I be tired. Like, I wake up, I just be so tired when I get home, I just go to sleep. So, I was like, I know, but at that moment, I was like, okay, God has always, God has always made sure me and my kids, okay, why am I worried about this? Why am I worried about that? Okay, God, this is what I can work with. This is what I can do. All I can do is just say, God, I just need favor, okay? Pat upon people, look, this is what I have. This is what I can do when I get paid, da, 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 and leave it alone. All I can do is do my part. So I was like, okay, so I finished cooking. We ate, and I went to bed. Went to sleep. Went to bed early. I even, so I don't remember nothing. I, I don't remember nothing after I ate. I just, I know I went to sleep. I wasn't trying to go to sleep early, but I went to sleep. And I woke up at 3. And I felt rested. Just, I don't feel tired or nothing like that. But I just wanted to let y'all know that even though, you know, I didn't call on nobody because you thought I called on somebody, but I did. I just like, just said, I'm not going to worry about it. God going to take care of it. And that was it. And this morning I woke up, did my little exercise, my little team exercise. Like, I'm not, not going to worry about it. But I did wake up this morning with a headache. So it's not because I was stressed. <laughs> it's my allergies or something going on. But, you know. But I just want to tell y'all that, you know, I know people go through stuff. I know people, and I just say, I'm just tired of, I always tell my kid, I'm just tired of struggling. I mean, like, I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck. I want to get to a point where when I get paid, I be like, girl, I just like, I want to get to a point where if I have, <laughs> when I do get paid, it's not like, oh, I'm waiting for this. I already paid my bill. There's this money that we can just play with or whatever, you know, stuff like that. That's what I want to do. You know, that's my goal. And I know it's going to take time to get there. I know I have to be consistent. I know, like I told God, I said, God, I want a new car. Not right now. You know, I thank God that I have a, I have a car. I was like, God, I just wish I had a, a new car. But I told my son, I said, you know what? I'm going to go and look at some cars. I'm going, I'm not going to no pre-owned. I'm going to the dealership. I mean, like I'm going to... The nicer car sex, but you know, the dealership. And I'm gonna look at cars, not saying that I'm just going to look, you know, because you know they be trying to, what you looking for? No, we're not running okay. We just look, because I said, if I don't put forth the effort, God cannot go open a door for me. God can't be like, okay, you know, and I wanna get to the point, even though I know my credit is just not perfect. I want to get to the point where I don't have to put nothing down for a car. That's my goal. I don't want to put no note down. They say, this is the car you want? Okay, you ain't got to put nothing down. This is yours. That's what I want. And I'll, that's it. But I, at the point where I'm at right now, I don't want a car note. So, you know, anything can happen. But I just want something. I want an SUV. That's my goal. I can't like, but I know that would come. Um. Also, I just want to tell y'all that... I know today is Friday. I know you probably like, oh, today. I don't know. You know, I don't know how I'm, how I'm gonna make this work. How I'm gonna do this? I just don't know. Um, I'm gonna tell you this story. Then I'm gonna pray. Um, I remember when we first came out here to Houston. It was in 2014. Uh, before I came out here in 2014, me and my kids had got kicked out of our apartment in Longview for. I wasn't making enough, and I thought I could afford that. You know, I wanted a three-bedroom. God opened up that door. I was able to make the payments. Then this my stole my 
income tax check and then that's when everything just went haywire everything just went off course i was it was horrible so i was working then i started working at i work in the hospital and i started working for a daycare and then with that with the court yes i had to be about a weekend so i was like you know what i can't do this no more. i'm done you know i just had got so fed up and don't get me wrong i had sisters there you know i had sisters yes they had husbands at the time when i'm you know had her they had husbands or whatever but not once i can say all they kept asking me was felicia what you gonna do and i was all i could say was hell i don't know what to do because at that it was just me and my kids i was like you know what i had always told god that i want to go back to houston like i want that's where i want to live at is in houston i was like lord, if I, lord just let me finish college let me graduate with my degree and we gonna me and my kids gonna move back to Houston. I'm gonna find me a place in the Woodlands and or Katy, and that's where we gonna stay. So I was like, so I called my cousins that stays out here, and I asked them could I come stay out here, stay out here. But she said, well, I gotta ask my husband, which I understand. I was like, God, if she don't open up this door, I don't know what we gonna do. And there was people at my kids' school like, well, you can go through here and get you a place. And like, and this other lady was like, oh, you can move here. And I think I had just got fed up with Longview. I was like, I got to get out of Longview. I just think I just need to change the scenery. You know, I'm just sick of it. Like, just tired of it. So I had got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, that's this thing. I'm just going to just go. I really didn't want to leave because everything there, I felt like everything there, I had everything there. I had a job, I had a car. I had this different stuff there and I had people if I needed something somebody would always be there to help me so I got there went there got me and my kids I went I went to U-Haul me and my kids packed up a three-bedroom apartment with no assistant I drove the U-Haul like a grandma because I don't like driving nothing that big because it's best that's somebody's property I ain't got time for that so lucky the U-Haul place was not far from where I was staying. It was like right down the street, which wasn't that far. And I took them back roads. I was not being on no main road. <laughs> so I did that. We moved stuff into a storage. And it hurted me because all my kids' friends was there. <laughs> all my kids had friends. All my kids, you know, there was there was our life there. And, you know. Not once or twice, nor my sister, nor their husband, helped me. You know, I'm not worried about that because, you know, it is what it is. And all they wanted to do was, what you going to do, Felicia? I didn't know. So my cousin said, oh, yeah, you can come out here and stay. I didn't have a car to drive to Houston. So this lady that stayed above me, she drove me and my kids to Houston because she had to come out here. What did she come out here for? I think she had to bring her. They just came out here. So... Came with, yeah, came right here. She drove us out here or whatever. And I was like scared, you know, like afraid, like what I don't know what I'm gonna do because it's like you, uh, just uh, the unknown. So I came out here, stayed with them for a while. That's all I'm gonna say about that. that I came out here, stayed with them for a while. And then 2016, we got a place. Um, we've got a apartment or whatever okay my kids are happy it was a three-bedroom two bath we had no furniture in that apartment no furniture whatsoever okay and then we didn't have really nothing I, I didn't care we didn't have no furniture 
a furniture in the living room. My kids had a bed and I had a bed. No. I had a did I have a bed? Yeah, I had a bed and my kids had a bed. Yeah, but we had no living room furniture. And I was okay with that because, you know, it is what it is. I really didn't care. We had our own place and, and that's what I wanted. So then after it flooded, you know, I didn't get paid for the days it was also I lost that apartment. And that's when we moved into a hotel an instant stay where it had like a little kitchen but no oven we had to i can cook but we had two bedroom one bath so that means all of us we had to get up extra early but like, how do you get out the bathroom and all that type of stuff so we did that for three and a half years there were days that we didn't even couldn't pay the hotel rent because i didn't have the money because we had to pay weekly and where i work at I got paid two weeks, and I had to work two jobs just to try to just see above water. And I never want to work two jobs. I'm working for the school, and I work for a hotel. So one day, um, when Harvey came, I was working for the school and the hotel. I left the school, and I and I had went to my job where I work at the hotel, asked him, could I please have my check early? Because if not, me and my kids, we didn't know what we was going to do. We didn't know where we was going to stay. We didn't know nothing. So I went to school. They didn't give it to me. I was just so pissed. So <laughs> I was just so pissed. And then I went to the work for the school. Went back to work at the school. Because um, I worked there. I do, it was like a before after school care. So I did that. Then I, I went back that evening, like 2.30. I had to be there for 3. So I went back there. And I... um went back there and my kids like mom what we gonna do i was like honey i don't know it was harvey you know i I don't know so my son had messed up his hand and we called an uber and i was like okay i go to the hotel see what the hotel people say so i went there we got an uber because i ain't had no car drove an uber the man picked us up in a lexus i never asked for a lexus car but that's what he picked us up in that's what the uber son so we got in this lexus suv and then I was like, okay, so we got this Lexus SUV. And I was like, okay, so we got this X. Got this man was like, and I can tell he was like, what's wrong? You know, he can sense something's wrong with us. So we got to the hotel. So he was like, you okay? And I was like, oh, I don't know what me and my kids are gonna do. And I had that. It's like it was like it's like he wanted to pay for the room, but I think I was was holding him back. I know he was. Like he was like, don't don't do it. Let me do this. Let I got her. Let's let me do it. So the hotel people's like, well, we won't we'll make sure nobody don't go in there. We'll just keep your stuff. I was like, okay. So they're like, go in and get what you can get or whatever. So we went in there and got what we could. And then from um from where we stayed, we had to walk to the hotel. I mean to the hospital for my son arm. So they my kids haven't ate nothing. We had nobody have ate, so I was like, I don't know what to do. And they ain't have nothing. So I can tell they was hungry. They was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. So the man said, well, he didn't break his arm. He just sprung it. So they put a cast in and out of cast. So he had a brace or something on his arm. And my kids were like, no, what are we going to do? And I just sat there. Outside that hotel. I mean, that hospital. With my kids. And I just cried because I was like sorry i just cried because i was like how can this happen to me 
I was just fed up with life. I was like, if I could just walk away, I would just walk away by myself because I can do it by myself. I don't know. Like, I felt like a bad mother. I felt like horrible because I was letting this happen to us. Like, this is happening to us. And I couldn't do nothing about it. So, I went there at this court and I had called this I don't know who I I, I called somebody I don't even know called somebody and they were like well we got shelters da, 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 da. so I was like okay I don't know what shelter to go to and I told her where I was and she said what's well, going on how is she going to call she said accepted da, 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 da. so I called this other lady my friend she was like is you okay I told her what was going on and she was like Felicia what y'all going to do I don't know I didn't have a car because if I had a car I could slept in a car uh, we slept in the car before. We had slept in the car with me and my kid. But it was like, I don't know what to do. So this lady called back. She said, well, they got room. Can you get there? And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I said, I don't have no money. All I had, maybe all I had in my account was maybe $3 or $2. Uh, at the most, I think $3 or $5. $3 or $5, I think. I was like, I can see if I can get there if my car works. She said, well, they can't come get you because it's late, I guess you were saying. But if you can get there, they got room for you and your kids. I was like, okay. So my kids like, what you gonna do? I was like, I don't know. So I was like, God, you gotta let this car work. So I just stopped and I just like, oh, you gotta let this car work. So I put in the stuff, put in the Uber. And it came. We got to the shelter. And it was like, you know, they were waiting for us to get there. And I was like, just crying. I was just crying because they opened up their door for us, me and my kids. We went there. They're like, what kids your school go to? You know, whatever. We got there. And we met all kind of people there. So, doing this whole audience while we stayed at the hotel, my kids never was like, just down in the prison. They was cleaning up the shelter. Every time I made a mess, they was cleaning up, picking up stuff. And they said, I have never seen kids like your kids because your kids are well matter. They was very respectful and they cleaning up. You know, they was cleaning up stuff. I was like, oh, thank you. And I and it made me feel good. Even though at that moment, I was like, I feel like a bad parent. But my kids was like, mom, it's okay. Stop work. At that time, JJ didn't have his medicine for seizures. He was having seizures back to back. I'm about to lose my brain. But somehow they got his medicine for me and all that type of stuff. The Harvey used in the shelter for Harvey. I was like, okay. So then I moved into this uh, um, apartment where I stay at now. <sighs> and now I just want to continue to stay here. But I'm just trying to tell y'all this story because I know people go through stuff. I know people, you know, I never take what I have for granted because, honey, I have been through some stuff. And that's why I just get on here every day and tell y'all. Try to give y'all some encouragement. Try to just let y'all know if I went through that, y'all can make it. You know, if I went through it and made it, y'all can too. And it's not like, no, I don't want y'all to think that I have my life so perfect. Like I'm living in this big old pretty house. I'm staying in a, you know, I'm driving nice cars. No, I want that, but I haven't got that yet. But I just want to get on here and tell y'all. I just want to encourage. That is what my podcast is all about. I tell y'all my story, how I went through it. I cry and I sometimes I get mad at my cuss, but I just want to let y'all know that if I can make it, God help me get through that, he will help you get through it. And never in a million years that I thought me and my kids would ever experience homelessness. 
sleep in a car or be in a shelter. Those are the three things that I did not want me or my kids to experience. But since I have experienced it, it has taught me how the value of different things. It has taught me how to be. Just be me. Just, you know, everybody go through stuff, but it's how you go through it. I had I didn't I only had one person to encourage me. If that was my friend. My family didn't really call and check up on me, you know, be like, um, was she okay? This will let you know. No. All they all they said was Felicia Houston is hard for you. Houston is hard. You can't make it there. I was gonna turn my back and go back to Longview. But sometimes God use your kids and my son said, Mama, it stays with me. Mama, if you go back to Longview, you're going to turn to a pill of salt and I'm going to die. And that's probably why I haven't went back to Longview to visit. Because he told me that. If you go back, I'm going to die and you're going to turn to a pill of salt. I was like, and that has always stuck with me because he told me that. And I will never forget what he told me. I was like, okay, I won't go back. But I haven't went back. And I think that's the main reason why I won't go back there is to visit people. Because I don't want to turn to a pillow of salt. And I don't want my son to die. Because <laughs> he said, out of a mouth of baby, he told me that. So I just want to get on here and just encourage somebody today. Um, thank y'all for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have an amazing, awesome Friday. And just know, God is always with you. He will be with you do stuff you never think you can make it through because I never thought I could have made it through that hunt. There are days I wanted to commit suicide. There are days I just wanted to say the hell with it. There are days I wanted to leave my kids and say I'm done. But I thank God that I didn't do it. You know, we get to that moment and we're like, I'm just sick of this. But I thank God that I did. I thank God that my kids are right there because our motto is as long as we together, we can make it. And we still together and we're gonna make it. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have an amazing Friday. And I just want to tell y'all, today is my birthday. So y'all be blessed. And I will talk to you guys on tomorrow.